0: I've got two readings. The first is from Numbers 21, 4-9. to <clears throat> They travelled from Mount Poor along the route of the Red Sea to go around Edom. But the people grew impatient on the way. They spoke against God and against Moses and said, Why have you brought us up out of Egypt to die in the, in the wilderness? There is no bread, there is no water, and we detest this miserable food. Then the Lord sent venomous snakes among them. They bit the people and many Israelites died. The people come to Moses and said, We sinned when we spoke against the Lord and against you. Pray that the Lord will take away the snakes from us. So Moses prayed for the people. The Lord said to Moses, Make a snake and put it on a pole. Anyone who is bitten can look at at it and live. So Moses made a bronze snake and put uh, put it upon a pole. And anyone who was bitten by a snake and looked at a bronze snake, they lived. <clears throat> Second reading is from John 3, 11 to 15. Very truly, I tell you, we speak of what we know and we testify of what we have seen. But still, you people do not accept our testimony. I have spoken to you of earthly things and you do not believe. How then will you believe if I speak of heavenly things? No one has ever gone into heaven except the one who came from heaven, the Son of Man. Just as Moses was lifted up, but lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up, that everyone who believes, that who believes may have eternal life in Him. This is the word of the Lord.
1: Thanks, Peter God. Tony, thank you, and thanks to Pam for those beautiful prayers. Father, we thank you for this time to hear. Um, what it is you're saying from your Word, and pray you guide my lips. And also, God, just guide all of us, Lord, that we'd that we'd be hearing from you. And uh, thank you that you're here, Lord. It's all about you. Um, so we praise you, worship you this morning. We look to you, our Savior and our King. Amen. Amen. <coughs> well, we can continue in our series um, in Lent, looking at being, being up one with God and how God is, makes us up one with Him. Uh, I want you to imagine just for a moment um, an old boy sitting on a park bench up on Pembrey Village Green. He's lived in Pembrey all his life. <coughs> a couple come out of the estate agent and they say, Excuse me, um, sorry to bother you, uh, we're just looking at buying a house in Pembrey. Can you tell us a little bit about it? He says, uh, what t- tell us what it's like where you, you live right now. And they say, well, you know, we're up in London. It's busy. Uh, but, you know, what? people are really friendly. We're, you know, came together in the pandemic. And the kids play together in the street. And, you know, we found our neighbors. You know, they're, they're just lovely people. And, and, uh, and he said, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, because people are really like that here in Pembury. People are really friendly. And, and you'll find the same here. Off they go. And they're really excited. And they think, "Well, oh, maybe we'll move to Pembury. Ten minutes later, another couple comes out of the estate agent. Uh, comes up to him, uh, the same man, and says uh, excuse me, um, sorry to bother you, we're looking at buying a house in Pembury um, and uh, can you tell us a little bit about the village? We can see that it's nice but tell us wh- what the people like, what the community's like. He says, what's it like where you are now? And they say, oh, it's terrible. <laughs> Nobody talks to each other, everyone's miserable um, you know, we're really unhappy there, we're, we're, we're at war with our neighbours and he said, you know what, you'll f- it's the same here in Pembury, you'll find the same here <coughs> now there's some truth that you can be in the same situation as someone else and yet your experience is completely different and it all depends on your outlook. What are you looking at? It depend on your perspective. There's a film came out at Christmas uh, on Netflix They're called Don't Look Up. Has anyone, anyone seen that film? And um, it's basically uh, two astronomers see that there is a comet heading for planet Earth and it's going to hit planet Earth in six months time and basically wipe out the whole of the human race obviously they're very alarmed about this and they end up being able to get an audience with the President of the United States but the President of the United States doesn't really want to know about a comet because she's more worried about her opinion polls (laughs) and the midterms or whatever so they say well let's keep it under wraps for now And uh, so then they go to a news channel and they end up on a news show and they say, and finally, there's some astronomers and they've got a nice little story for us. They say, we're all going to die. And they say, oh, and anyway, in other news, no one wants to know. And uh, so they get frustrated. So they launch this campaign saying, just look up. There is a comet heading for planet Earth and we're all going to die. And uh, a lot of people are just too distracted. They're on social media. And then the president organizes a a reverse campaign saying, don't look up. (laughs) Don't look up because they're just trying to scare you. Get on with your life. Everything's going to be fine with the United States. Everything's going to be fine. I want to ask you, are you looking up? What are you looking at? Because there's a voice that will tell you, don't look up. Just look look down. Look at yourself. But God is saying, look up. In the book of Numbers, um, it, it, you've got people and they're all in the same boat. It's a community. They're all traveling through the wilderness. They've been delivered from slavery in Egypt and God has promised He's going to take them to the promised land, but they're all together in the desert, in the wilderness. But they see things very differently depending on who they are. Moses, Aaron, his family, Joshua, Caleb, perhaps one or two others, if you ask them what God was doing, what's happening, they say, well, it is tough. We're in the wilderness, having a hard time. We're on a journey. But God has freed us from slavery in Egypt. You wouldn't believe what God did. He's actually parted the sea. Have you ever seen that? (laughs) He parted the sea for us. He did amazing miracles in Egypt. And we're free from slavery. Now, it is quite tough in the desert, but God has promised he's going to take us to the promised land. That would have been their take on it. But most of the other people were like, oh, it's rubbish in the wilderness. And that's what they say here. They come to Moses and to God, and they moan and they groan and they complain, and they say, oh, why have you brought us out here into the wilderness to die? Why have you brought us out here? There's no bread and there's no water, and we detest this miserable food. Now, who here likes food? <laughs> I like food. We're watching a, a program with Stanley Tucci, the uh, actor, and he's going around Italy sampling Italian food. And, like, I'm watching it, like, oh. <laughs> and, and, you know, and he just goes, you know, I mean, yeah. And you think, oh, I'd love to be eating that pasta. I'd love to be eating the, the pizza they're eating. And we can, can't we? You know, you can eat whatever you want. And you know, we had Chinese takeaway last night, didn't we, like, and um, you know, you can have different meals every night of the week if you want to, um, more so than ever. But what did they have? they have? They had the same thing every day. They had manna from heaven, which God had miraculously provided, and they had quail, these little birds that God again miraculously provided. But it was the same every single day. <clears throat> they said there's no bread. Well, that wasn't true. There was bread. They said there's no water. If you read the previous chapter in Numbers, God drew water out of a rock. Might not have been water on a tap, but there was water, if you trusted God. They say, why have you brought us out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? Well, God hadn't brought them out to die, he'd brought them out to live. It all depends on your perspective. At this stage in the history of the people of Israel... Their problem was not the Philistines, you know, David and Goliath. Their problem was not the Babylonians who would then take them captive. Their problem was not the uh, Ammonites. They didn't have lots of external enemies yet. It was one or two problems, but it was mostly internal. Do you know sometimes the church, we can think, oh, it's the world out there, it's so anti-church, and, you know, we've got so secular and all that. But actually, we do a pretty good job ...of causing our own problems in the church sometimes. Life is a journey. And they knew that This in this story. They were travelling. They were travelling to the promised land... ...but there were diversions and distractions... ...and there were obstacles. We're told here, they travelled from Mount Hor... ...along the route to the Red Sea, they're going back to the Red Sea to go around Edom. Now, the reason they had to go around Edom was, what happened was, Moses had written to the Edomites and said, can we travel through your land, please? If we eat any of your food, we'll pay you. If we drink any water out of your wells, we will pay you. And the Edomites said, you can't come in. Now the reason for that was because the Edomites were the descendants of Esau and they were still cross that Jacob had pulled a fast one on Esau. They hadn't forgotten that even though it was years and years later. Do you know when we see conflict in our world it's really helpful to look back at the history books because there's often a reason. People say World War II came off the back of the punishment we gave to the Germans in World War I. There's often a historical reason. my previous church, we had some Afrikaans speaking South Africans. And uh, one time I made the mistake of making a joke about the Boer War. And they, they, yeah, don't do that, right? <laughs> and they, it was like it was yesterday. They were like, you British, you screwed us over so bad in South Africa. I had no idea. What I ran up, about what the British did in South Africa, whoa, we were horrible. We were nothing. I believe that's where concentration camps first started and it was us that made it happen. There's often a history behind everything and there was a history for these guys here. You cannot go through Edom. So that made the journey longer because of a historical legacy. They couldn't go through Edom and the people grew impatient on the way. Does anybody struggle with patience? Often we do, don't we? And if you pray, Lord, give me more patience, guess what happens? He he gives you things that you have to be patient for. He tests your patience. Their patience was being tested. And we often do get impatient. You might feel God's calling me to do something. And I want to do it now. You might think, I just can't wait for this to happen. I want it to happen now. We live in that instant culture, don't we? But guess what? God's so often not in a rush because he wants to be working in our lives in the meantime. His ways are not our ways, as, we, uh, as Chris told us me this morning. Uh, you know, his timing is not our timing. They grew impatient along the way, and it's often impatience that then leads to the grumbling and the complaining. Ah, oh, what are you doing, God? Fed up with waiting. They didn't trust God they didn't trust the leadership either. They grew impatient. And so they complained, they spoke out. Now what happened? Well, we're told that the Lord sent venomous snakes among them, and a lot of them died. Now that's uncomfortable, isn't it? Does anyone like reading about God's judgment? It, It makes for uncomfortable reading. But the thing is, if we step away from trusting God, if we step away from listening to God, if we step away from wanting to follow him and receive from him, we step away from all that is good, because God is good. If we step away from the good stuff, then guess what can come in? The bad stuff. God is good. The devil is evil. Now, at this point, I don't want to get too theological, but at this point in the Bible... The devil isn't very mentioned very much, but there was plenty of evil in the world. And, you know, God is sovereign and all that, and let's not talk about that today. But, basically, you open yourself up to stuff that's, that's bad. Judgment, we say, oh, well, it's the finger of God pointing. But actually, it's often something we just bring upon ourselves. God allows it to happen. And it was allowed for them to happen because it was the only way that they would turn back to God. It was sobering, it was difficult, but it's what happened. Then the people came to Moses. They came back, and they said, we've sinned. We recognize we've done wrong. When we spoke against the Lord, and against you. All throughout Numbers, they have been moaning. But most of the time, they're just moaning at Moses. Now they're moaning against God. This was the final moan that they had. And then they said, pray to the Lord that he will take the snakes away from us. So Moses did pray for the people. I wouldn't have wanted to be Moses. Pretty long-suffering. Putting up with these people. He was a good leader. They still didn't listen to him. And then what happens? God doesn't take the snakes away, actually. But he says something really weird. He says, make a snake. You know, it's, um, go down to Hobbycraft, get whatever you need. Make a snake. Put it on a pole, and anyone who is bitten can look at it, and they will live. The venomous snakes were still there. But well, they had a way out now. And guess what happened? Well, was this made a bronze snake. Could have been made a copper. Archaeologists have found a copper snake, apparently. They put it on a pole, and then when anyone was bitten by the snake, they looked at the bronze snake, and they lived. All they had to do was look up. They knew they couldn't sort themselves out. They knew they needed God's help, and this is what God provided for them. All you've got to do is look. All you've got to do is look. Take your eyes off yourself, and look up to what God has provided, and you will live. And it's the same for us. you just got to look up. We take our eyes off ourselves. And we look up. Just as Moses lifted up the snake in the desert, so the Son of Man must be lifted up, Jesus said must be lifted up on a cross must be lifted up from the grave and he must be lifted up as he ascends into heaven this is jesus so god is just saying look up look to him and live christian faith is actually not that complicated the verse after the verse ch- verses that tony read is the most famous verse in the bible God so loved the world that whoever gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. God says look up and live. And you can live now. You can live today. Eternal life is not just pie in the sky when you die. It's now. So are you being bitten by a snake at the moment? Are you under attack? Are you struggling? The snakes are still there. God never promised that life will be completely easy. God won't take away all the problems necessarily, but he gives give you a way to get through. Just look up and live. Everyone who believes may have eternal life in him. You don't have to be anyone special. Just look up and live. The people in Numbers, they moaned and groaned and complained. They could have got into the promised land. But what ended up happening was they ended up going around in circles for 40 years and God said you've, you've, you've blown it you're not going to get it. your children will but you won't only Joshua, only Caleb even Moses didn't get it in the promised land they could have done the original plan was that they would does anyone know that sometimes moaning, groaning can complain and complaining can, I, can I take place in the church is it just me? Just occasionally. This church is like any other church. If you want to, you can find something to moan about. Believe it or not, I know about that. Because I do it as well. You can moan about whatever you want. When ministers get together, often it's a pity party. Who's got the worst church? And they moan and groan. It's like, oh, come on. Yeah, you wouldn't believe it. Oh, what I'm dealing with. My elders, they're terrible. (laughs) If you want to find something to moan about, go ahead. No, don't go ahead. Think about it. (laughs) But there's always something to moan about. Even when God's doing stuff. Even when things are going well. Do you know, God is at work in this church. God is here right now. God is speaking to us. God is calling different people to do different things and it's from the Holy Spirit. God is here. All we've got to do is look up. You can choose not to and you can moan and and just be miserable about it if you like. It's your choice. But God is saying, look up. Let's do that now as we pray. Father, thank you for your presence with us. I want to declare that this church is for you. It's all about you. In a way, we're just passing through. I'm sorry for the times when I've had a bad attitude. Moan and groan. Lord, forgive me and forgive us. Lord, we're sorry for how so often as a church nationally we look in on ourselves. We might squabble and fight. and Meanwhile, you've got other things you want us to be doing. We're sorry. Right now we want to look up and live. We want to look to you, Lord. to your leading Holy Spirit and we look to you Jesus our Saviour thank you Lord Jesus bless you and praise you Father hallelujah thank you Lord Gonna invite you to a stand. We're gonna sing. Uh, we're gonna sing, "When I Survey, the Wondrous Cross," on which the Prince of Glory died. We're gonna we've got a couple more songs after that, but we'll just see how it goes. And you know, God is here, and He <coughs> desires to speak to and through His people. So let's just give yourself to God. Look to Him now as we worship. We have this privilege of worshiping. Is anyone glad they can sing? We can sing. Is anyone glad we can come together? Hallelujah. We're free to do that. So let's stand, let's sing. Give your heart to the Lord this morning.